Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. He's the pride of Fairbury, an average Joe. Bill Dolman, the professor. I had a 6 ACT in 1967. One time I got an A and my grandma beat me for cheating. Now with Hale Varsity Radio. Back with you, Tower 2. It's Hale Varsity. We're presented by Currency. Chris Schmidt, Elijah Herbal, Connor Clark. We say hi to the pride of Fairbury, NBC Sports, the professor, Bill Dolman with us. And Bill Dolman, find him on Twitter, can watch the show here. Hale Varsity YouTube channel. Billy D, first week of class. Dude, it's good to see you, and, and we're uh, less than a week away from kickoff. What's new? You're muted, cowboy. He's not muted, unfortunately. That's the problem here. Uh-oh. Well, he's not muted on the board. Time out. Oh, no, 30 seconds. It's a 30. It's a 30? Yeah. Okay. a 30-second timeout. F. Okay, you <laughs> you're giving him an I'm F. giving him, he gave he me going four to, on Monday. Figuratively. Wait, he gave you a 4%? Wow. No, no, he gave me four Fs. Oh, did you deserve any of them? Maybe. Uh, I would say I probably didn't deserve like two of them. Two of them, okay. <laughs> so, Bill Dolman's gotten sign language with uh, us here. Uh, he's going to tell Connor he's going to get a 1% next time. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, Bill, do we got you? Maybe? I don't know. Mm. We can read lips. And it is uh, Bobby nighttime. Um, so what we're going to do is we're going to get Bill on the phone, allegedly, and go from there. What do you think's going on here? Is he searching? Not even. <laughs> that was rough. We're just going to pause. I think if there's any consolation to that, that Bill Dolman there going sign language, he could have gone. On, hold, 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 whoa, whoa, whoa. I think we have a good chance here. Bill, do we have you? I hope so. Yeah, there we go. The beauty of technology. So we're talking about Nebraska, Minnesota, Bill. We've got a clip here from Rule today. I want to play it for you. I want to get your reaction to uh, to just that, that mindset mentality. You with Husker Vision and the Tom Osborne Show for so many years, you were on all the, the road trips. You saw the hostile environments. That, that Nebraska really made look easy. But here's rule. I think it's cut, what, nine? Mm-hmm. Cut nine. Is it playing on the road? Playing on the road. We'll okay. play this for you, Bill. What's your reaction? And uh, it's uh, it's pretty well set up from today's presser. Yes, yeah, so let me say this very carefully. I cannot wait to be at home in front of our fans, okay, and to experience that. That will be like a bucket list item for my family and I just – you know, to, I've never I've never coached in an environment like that as like my home environment, right? Like that many people, that many. So I can't wait for that. With that being said, I love to be on the road. Okay, I love being on the road. I love being in the hotel. I love. I, I make sure Julie understands. I'm not. I love being at home, but I, I love being in a hotel bed. I love like being around the guys. I love everyone in the seeing the guys in the elevators. We come down the ele- You know, I love. You know, we go see a movie. I love going to the movie. I just love being on the road and having it just kind of be us. Like. I love like I love like getting to like some ugly locker room and trying to figure out like where my locker is and like 
you know, and then walking out in the field and, you know, they don't know who I am. They stop me. So I'm showing me your pass and I got to get out there. I get it. You know, I mean, I love all that. I like, it's just kind of like us against the world, you know what I mean? Together. So now I know obviously here we'll travel well, which will be awesome. Right. But I just love that being sequestered and being together. And that's what we did at Selick, right? And so the team that was playing at Selick is the team that I want to show up on 831 and play out there. Sir, you had something on it with me. So that was rule and that road mentality. Bill, uh, does that sound similar to what you were able to at least see for so many years? Uh, teams that didn't go on the road and flinch, let alone sweat? Yeah, without a doubt. Uh, I think that's, you know, being on the road can be a, a very positive experience if you have good team chemistry and camaraderie and that you have fostered that well. If you have uh, one plane, you know, the old saying with the with the Yankees back in, the, you know, some of their heydays, you know, they had one plane and 25 caps. <laughs> yeah. And if that's the case, you know, then it, then it's pretty hard. And it doesn't, you know, the, it doesn't really matter if it's you're going into a really hostile environment, you know, or perceived hostile environment like Texas A&M uh, or, or a place uh, like, like Washington, which is the game when I was listening to him talk about this, that's the game that kind of stands out in my mind. And I can elaborate on that in a little bit, but you know, if you have that 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 chemistry, that camaraderie, and that just enjoyment of being around one another, whether it's the the clique that you're usually with or that group that you're with in your uh, your position room, you've got chemistry, and that bleeds over into other areas. You know that that everybody's kind of hanging out. They just enjoy each other. Then then that can be a, a positive going from Friday night at the hotel to Saturday uh, in, into the game. And it's not just the hostile environments. It's those environments where there is no environment. No Northwestern, the the Peppermint Snops Bottle Stadium. If you can hear it tip over, there's nobody there. Those are <laughs> difficult places to play. Purdue's getting a little bit better as they got better on the field. But when there's nobody at a game, those are brutally tough places to play because you can you can just get lost in the lack of atmosphere. But if you enjoy being around each other and playing and, you know, kicking somebody's ass for four quarters, it's a great afternoon, right? It's a great trip. But that game against uh, Washington and Seattle, you know, that was in 97. And, you know, having been blessed to be on a lot of road trips and, and uh, on the team planes and whatnot when I was, uh, that was one game where they were saying, you know, basically Nebraska has no chance. And Tony Barnhart famously said, if Scott Frost is my quarterback in a situation like that, no thank you. And even though the final score was 27 to 14, Nebraska dominated the first quarter, never let up, prove a point. It was a silent stadium other than for the Nebraska fans who were there, which typically makes some of those bad atmosphere stadiums better because there's so many Husker fans. That's why I'd love to have Stanford in the Big Ten. It would be another home game on the West Coast. You know, there would be 50,000 Nebraska fans easy at a game at Stanford, and they'd welcome them in with open arms. But uh, I think he's I think he's absolutely right. If you if you have chemistry on your team, it can be a great experience for everybody. And, and Nebraska had that during those great years in the 90s. It's Bill Dolman with us here on Hale Varsity Radio. And Bill, whenever you think back to Nebraska's dominance in the 90s, especially on the road, does that come down to team chemistry or the way in which the team played? Because 
that Nebraska team in the 90s would beat people down. It's kind of what you think of when you think of what Michigan and Georgia do now. Like, yeah, you might be able to keep it close for the first quarter, but as the game goes on, they're going to wear you down. They're going to take your fans out of it. Which of those factors do you think is is more important to road success? Is it your, your team chemistry and your togetherness, or is it just how you play the game? Well, I think one feeds on the other. But you have to have gone through the proper preparation. I'm not going to just say Monday through Friday from January until the kickoff of that game, all of that, that fostering of brotherhood and chemistry for any team in any sport begins when you begin preparations for the new season. And that's where you foster it on those long August days, working out just as a team with nobody around. Right. And so when you trust each other and you know that that people are putting in that effort to be prepared, there's that accountability. Then you go into the organized fall camps, ready to go. And you might have some testy moments, but for the most part, you are all on page. You trust one another. And then when you know that you are prepared and that you can rely on that second team, that third team, that really deep on the depth chart game where you've got to rely on a walk-on quarterback on a wall who to be a top 10 team in Kansas at Kansas State. Everybody trusted everybody else on that football field that day. And that was another one that was close on the scoreboard, but not close on the field. And that's a great example of chemistry, people rallying around Matt Terman and whatever, whatever was assembled that, that uh, Saturday afternoon on a jury day in Manhattan. They believed that they could get it done no matter who the quarterback was that day. Bill Dolman is with us on Hale Varsity Radio. And when Nebraska goes to play Minnesota on the road, Minnesota will have a big play at some point in the game, right? And the atmosphere will get very, very lively at some point in the game. So what do you look for in an immediate response? Maybe not throughout the game, but say that next drive. Say Minnesota gets a long touchdown. What are you looking for in that immediate response when Nebraska gets the ball right after? No penalties, right? No uh, over-eager, anxious uh, ill-conceived uh, penalties where you go, okay, you get the ball back and you've got it first down and 10 at the 25, second down and 15, first and 15 at the 20. And then you have an incomplete pass and it's third down and 15 or a short gain towards third down and 13 and you're punting the ball back or you make a mistake and you've got a tackle for loss and now you give their defense momentum. You got to punt the ball back on three and out and you don't move the ball at all or flip the field. That to me for this team throughout the season has to be something to avoid. If you get down, don't keep yourself down by making stupid mistakes at least Flip the field back if you got to give the football back. And I think we all kind of uh, believe that this Nebraska defense is going to be a playmaking defense that, that m- might not find themselves getting – they might give up a big play. But I think consistently, at least early on, we expect that defense to, to kind of carry the day. And as long as they don't make bad plays and give up big plays over and over and give that offense a chance to get into rhythm and not make just stupid, stupid mistakes. You know, second, again, I said, I think I said it last week, third down and eight and you throw a, a four yard out and you still got to punt the ball away. Avoid that at all costs. No long yardage situations. Bill Dolman's with us. Hail Varsity Radio at Bill Dolman on Twitter is where you find him. And I'm, I'm interested here when push comes to shove in the offensive line, Bill. We talk about adversity. We talk about momentum. 
We talk about physicality and toughness and being a fourth quarter team. Rule talked about, I want us to be a fourth quarter team. I don't know if we are one. I haven't seen us play, and I'm paraphrasing him, or when that happens. How do you feel about Nebraska being in a fourth quarter game Thursday night and their chances for success? Can they take all of this training and prep, which has been good, they've been prepped up, they've been put in situations except for the real thing, can they, out of the gate, do something that that past teams haven't been able to do, and that's close the deal? Here's what I hope for the offensive line, and maybe that's what's kind of surfaced as the concern. Uh, I, I think we would all kind of agree that, you had high hopes, but you kind of realized that there is a reality that has set in and that might be a concern. But they've talked about using a number of players on both sides of the ball, that it's not just 11 guys on one side and 11 guys on the other side, and that's all we're using, right? Um, that everybody is getting a ton of significant reps in practice, just like the old days with station football. So what Nebraska has to avoid on the offensive line is having five starters who may not necessarily be the very best five starters that you know that they're that they're great players, but at least you have some balance between the top two units. Mm. That when you go from the first team, that you're not relying on a third or fourth teamer that just they have to pencil in, right? right. That you've got some balance. That you have at least ten, maybe twelve solid guys that you can spread out the reps so that when you get into that second half, you don't have what we saw in the the second half of the Northwestern game. Yeah, the onside kick was bad, and, you know, Nebraska shouldn't have lost that fumble upon review, and there are a couple of bad moments. Happy anniversary, by the way. If you go look back at that second half of the Northwestern game, and there's that famous photo that I've, I've used in my classes where the Northwestern running back is running through a hole and you barely see – one Nebraska player in this side of the frame and one Nebraska defensive player in this side of the frame. Granted, that's their offensive line against Nebraska's defensive line, but the point being that Nebraska's linemen cannot get blown out on either side of the ball. And Nebraska's got to be able to to be a stronger football team along the lines in the fourth quarter and that they've got to have some depth, that guys are fresher, that they're not playing 70-plus snaps a game, that maybe they are playing 55 to 60, and that second unit's getting some good quality reps as well. So you are fresher in the fourth quarter. Bill, are the lines of scrimmage your biggest question mark as you look ahead to that game next Thursday? Yeah, well, without a doubt. Um, you know, I think, as you, as you, again, as you just follow along what's been going on in camp, everybody loves Jeff Sims' leadership. And, you know, Coach Osborne said at the breakfast the other day, we got three, you know, quarterbacks that are all pretty good. Uh, you know, a trio of running backs that should be fairly significant. And yeah, you know, the, the, the wide receivers don't have the names I think people thought were, that they were going to see on the depth chart today. But everybody's fallen in love with Alex Bullock, right? Um, and the tight ends, you know, we all, Fedoni is pretty good and Borkercher, but, you, you know, you just don't hear a lot about you know, people pointing out the offensive lines and and the offensive line, the defense, I'm not so worried about. I I think that those guys are going to play well. And I think they've got some different guys along there that are going to give a lot of different looks. They're going to play a lot of guys. That's for sure. You just want to see, there's so much of the state and the Nebraska fandom that want to see it happen. And it's a good omen if they can, you know, be in it 
and and make some positive gains on the ground against a, a pretty stout front seven. I mean, Minnesota is not going to wow you with flash, but they are meat and potatoes. They are tough. It's a it's a good measuring stick. So, Bill, and, and, and you got a fullback too. Yes, you've got an extra. You've got you know as much as we love it, we you know we're, we can't wait for a fullback trap. You've got an extra blocker in there that we have not seen in the past that that should help in uh, in you know creating some protection or some holes. Bill, about 15, 20 seconds. How was first week of class with one Connor Clark? Well, I did want to announce that we will be having an intro to insurance sales uh, workshop uh, wow. periodically throughout the semester. So I, I, that's just a reminder. I, I forgot Connor was on the show, um, but I did hear you know Elijah congratulate him on what his last first semester. <laughs> Let's pull the reins on that next just Bill, a little I'm not, bit. I'm not a good numbers guy. I don't know how that insurance class would go. Oh, well. Uh, well, there's, there's, the world needs its ditch diggers, too. <laughs> <laughs> Go tend bar. All right, Bill, we'll, we'll see you it's this week. Wonderful. We'll see you this weekend. Thank you, bud. Appreciate it. See you, bud. There Bye-bye. he is. Bill Dolman with us. Brady Altman's checking in. Ben Scott with us on the way with Hale Varsity.